Hi guys, welcome back to the Nice Fibers. Hey, woo, 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 wow! <laughs> you made it. Your energies so far, are so well. We made it. Oh my god! Wow! Can you guys be it a little is, bit what energetic, please? I know it's, it's about late, but yeah. It is what it is. Okay. So I'm too busy eating jelly beans. This is a bag. You know, have you seen these new plans for? Um, what's it? The, t- the congestion charge expansion. I just about got over paying sixty five pound the other day. I was upset, bro. <laughs> you know when you wanted to use that money for something else? They fully wanted to deter drivers. It's the whole it? of London, pretty much. The main bits of London. That's crazy. Like, how do they expect people to go to work? And they're extending the ULEs, isn't it? So basically, what I saw now is going up to like Lee Green. If you live around them sides, like further yeah, out, Brixton, so into, like, all of that stuff. Past Peck, there, so basically, like you're, got, you're coming into Even Green North, North London, going into Barking and Dagenham. It's a joke, man. It's a joke. Like how small it was before to how big it's gonna be is mad. Apart oh. from that, though, I was thinking about why even with um, ULEs and the congestion charge. Because you, you know the congestion charge charge zone apparently is all day now. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you've noticed, you know bus so, lanes are twenty four hours now, so yeah, you can't go into the bus. They're trying to time. recruit that furlough money, man. It's not a joke. It's actually not a joke. I was like, nah. They actually they're they're working hard to get Bro. the money back. Mm. And you know what's mad, yeah? I don't know if you've seen all of these articles, but. Apparently, the government have given away, well, not given away, but no, given away to a lot of criminals, yeah, <laughs> basically billions of money through like the bounce back loans and the furlough loans, all these frauds that, that's been happening in it. Like, so pe- a lot of people have just been like making up fake businesses and Get money. And you know, like, they're not regulating it, they're not regulating it essentially. I think you were supposed to have like a certain amount of um, accounts for yeah. the year in it, <clears throat> but there were even people. They were making accounts like in April, and I think the cutoff day was supposed to be in March or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people were doing it in May, June, and they were still getting fifty thousand. Swear, fifty thousand. Wow, just making loads of companies in it, (laughs) and just getting all that money. So the government has lost so much billions. (laughs) I didn't even know about that. The fraudsters in it. No due diligence, bro. It's mad. No, it's mad, like. Mm -hmm. And the taxpayers paying for that now. (laughs) It's mad. It's mad that it's for real because even with that, yeah, it's talking about. ULEs and congestion charge, like the, if if anyone's noticed, you don't even have to drive. You can be on a bus or you can walk. Like they put a lot of like these plant pots everywhere, so like road, road back roads that you could freely drive down mm-hmm. before are getting blocked. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're entitled to walk down there, but you can't drive down there. And what they've done sneakily, they'll put a sign, and it's got it's a it's a red ring circle, and it'll show a car and a motorbike. And I don't know anything about road signs anymore. Once <laughs> I pass my driving test, as long as it tells me to go straight, yeah. well, there's no entry. Those are the things I can That's tell really you. That's really when I do yeah. But yeah. that now, yeah, some people might not know, innit? They'll just be like, oh, you can go through here, or maybe at certain times. What they do now, they, they just position cameras then. If you go through those plant pots where there's a gap and you can still drive through, it's a £130 fine, apparently. Oh, or something up. along those lines, instantly. Mad. So they've been setting these things up everywhere. And I was thinking... What is the point of this? If it's not just to get money off people, do you know? Nah, it's definitely to get money. Because <laughs> apparently, like, I was reading one. One time, I actually took my time out to like stop and read. I was like, why? What is actually the reason for mm-hmm. this? Isn't it? And it was like, oh, to help stop the spread of coronavirus. <laughs> and Social I was distancing. I was thinking, <laughs> so you, you driving in your car, spreading it? Yeah, that's a mad thing. Like going down these back roads to avoid traffic. That's what they actually advise there. Do you get what I'm saying? So I was just like, what kind of walking contradiction is this? Like, oh, if you want to be, if you just want to be honest, just say, look. We're doing this to recoup money, so don't come down this road, didn't it? People will respect the truth. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, and the reason why I, I started to clock that because I almost did that, and then some old man came running out of his house with a bit of paper. Oh, so I think he's gonna say something wild, didn't it? Mm. Don't park it, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But he literally was just like he held. He didn't even say nothing. He held up the the paper and said, "If you go through these barriers, it's 130 pound fine in it. Please oh, turn mad. around." 
So I was just like, oh, thank oh, I saved you, man. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I did a UE in my car, but like you said, because they've lost out on so much money now, and right. it's not necessarily the government, but the government are making, it seems like TFL pay for any kind of loans they're trying to take from them as well. Essentially, yeah. So it's like they're enforcing all these things now where, again, the working class people are paying for it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, Everyone, in, in, essentially, is paying for it, isn't it? So I even heard the Blackpool Tunnel was going to get a toll, bruv. I don't that's know what I heard. Serious. That's what I heard as well. Mm. I didn't know how true that was, but I feel I like it sure is you a thing. It's believable. Mm. I can see it happening. And if that's the case, Rotherhive Tunnel is going to be... Ram up. You know, it's ram. <laughs> because there, that, that'll be the only free tunnel to get yeah. into East London or you're, you're catching a ferry. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? So everything is money, man. And I feel like, I don't know, man. Them, like, forcefully, like, in... what's What's the word? Like enforcing like a hostile obviously we say this hostile app but this hostile thing towards drivers now mm. is kind of i feel like is it a bigger ploy for them to just get pushed back onto public transport because eventually it's going to get to the point if all these roads are blocked and if you go down any road or everything's congestion charge worthy your next plan of options is to either cycle to work if you're if you're if you're working 15 miles away from the yeah. house no one's cycling some people are you know what i mean but i don't see people you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't see people where I'm from doing that. Like Especially that. in the winter, boy. In the winter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like the only other option you're left with, or two other options, is Uber. That's not, it's not practical. You're going to be spending too much money. Yeah. It's getting a train, oh, getting yeah, a facts, bus. Facts. So basically, it seems like it's an ultimate plan just to get commuters, even though they're trying to stop the spread of coronavirus. Essentially, you're just trying to get the money back into your pocket by forcing commuters back onto the trains. Mm-hmm. You know and then I mean? they're going to increase the prices is of the trains anyway. So that's, it, that's, what is, that's what's going to happen. All in all, it comes full circle. The money's so, going back to the TFL yeah. and the government. You it's always a bigger, like, a bigger It's play. mad though. Like They can't be doing people dirty like that. So I was just thinking, it just seems like a waste. You know what I mean? Even driving around like that. But it's something I'm not going to give up until like they fully say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere's toll worthy. And then I'll just be like... I think again, even... I think negotiations are, negotiations are still ongoing anyway. Yeah. But... Basically, it doesn't look good for drivers, to be honest. Yeah, for real, man. To be honest, real. man. It's history, though, isn't it? History repeats itself. Because if you've noticed, yeah, within, like, economy or even in common society history, whenever anything goes bad, or from studying a little bit of history, I should have done this in, in like, college. I just didn't like it in secondary school because I didn't history. like my teacher, yeah. But whenever you learn about history, you, you learn a lot of stuff, innit? It's a good thing, man. It's a good subject. But anyway, like, whenever I've read about history or things have gone wrong, and it's like a downturn in the economy. They always seem to raise the taxes. You know what I mean? Oh, that's they, it's true. like, oh that's yeah, we need to raise the taxes it's to get this money back and that. Yeah. And obviously now they're implementing different ways to collect this money because it's not mm-hmm. just taxes anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, you use a lot of driving. All right, cool, you can't go down these roads. You know what I mean? All these roads are locked. You can yeah. only go down one one way and that. So Also, you've seen, obviously, I guess it kind of increases safety. Yeah. But they've now done a new thing with like, if you touch your phone, it's like an automatic fine. You have you seen that? Like, um, I think no. if, you, if you are touching your phone while driving, while driving, for any, oh. for, yeah, for, yeah, any yeah, reason, for any reason, yeah, you're getting a mad fan now. <laughs> so, just all these, so even if you're just like, oh, now you know what it is, you can still get away with it. But you can just, get away with you it, have but, to be on but now you remember there was that period where I think they did something similar, something to do with phones, yeah, and around that time people are getting fined left, right and centre because yeah. the police were on it for that period yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be something similar. Similar to that, yeah. So it will always be in the law, but, you know, the police won't necessarily enforce it enforce like that it. forever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Probably for this select period of time. But yeah, man. They're teeth, bruv. All of them are teeth, man. It's coming from all different angles, man. So, trust yeah. me. You can't win. Trust me, trust <laughs> me, trust me. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Um, uh, all, this, all this forcing is crazy, man. But have you lot seen that viral clip of... of you know, that man basically asking, oh, why, why are you forcing monogamy if, you know, you're not going to do certain 
things that would be expected from a monogamous relationship. Oh, really? Mm. Was it viral? I didn't even see that clip. There, there was oh. one clip I got told about. Okay. Which was similar. I need to watch that. I need to be online more. But um, basically, I think they're a married couple and they do a yeah, podcast. Yeah, the same thing. I was the same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't get the whole context. But he was basically saying, uh, you know, uh, I got, he kind of got forced into monogamy. Like, he's like, mm. yeah, you, you kind of forced me to marry you because you wouldn't, mm-hmm. you wouldn't marry me. So basically, I think he said you wouldn't move in unless we got married. That was her term, innit? Like, I'm not moving in with you until we get married. So he was like, you kind of forced the whole monogamy thing, innit, for us, uh, for me to keep you in essence, innit, at the end of the day. And then she was like, forced? Like, how? How is that forced, innit? At the end of the day, she... No, nah, not even that. Like, obviously, yes, he made a choice. Yeah. But it's the essence of, she basically said, men benefit most from having a monogamous relationship. Let's not get it twisted. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. So before we move on here, yeah, what are your views on that? Do you think that's true? Do you think men benefit the most from a monogamous relationship? So, Oh, I think even before we get on to that, we should ask the question, do you think women force monogamy on men? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. As women, no. As a woman, no? Yeah. Okay. Okay, no, everyone yeah, can have different point of views. Like, I'm not going to say you're wrong. You know what I mean? But as from a, not even from a boy's point of view, from my personal So why do you think so, yeah? I feel like most times when, like, let's say you're in a relationship, not in a relationship, but you've got a thing going with a lady, mm-hmm. a female, a lady, let's say a lady, or a woman, more times, if she feels like it can potentially get serious, she's trying to push, put, put, not push, but she's trying to make it evident that this is what she wants. Do you get what I'm saying? Whereas... A guy might be like, I've got options. I'm not trying to necessarily just have this one. And he might even tell you from the jump, two times look at me like I'm wild, but you know <laughs> no, what I mean? No. Like, do you know, like, he just, might, even, he might even tell you from the jump, like, nah, man, I don't really want a girlfriend. But because that girl likes him so much, she's not, she's willing to not entertain anyone else. Do you get what I mean? And stick around for him. And then the moment she starts to get tired of him just having multiple people and she's kind of be, like been there, she'll be like, well, it's either you pick me and this thing that we have going on here, or I walk away. So then he's forced to like, kind of like, you know, man up and be like, right, cool. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ditch that. Especially if he's got the freedom from early. Whereas some women will even say from the jump, like, if you're entertaining any other girls, don't waste my time. So again, you're forcing the situation of monogamy. It's either me or nothing. You can't have multiple. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like uh, that's different though, hmm. because monogamy <coughs> is obviously two two individuals in a relationship. Uh-huh. Um, polyamory or polygamous um, relationships is multiple people in a relationship. Yes. Right? Yes. So, in essence, you're playing around, playing the field, not you per se, but I'm just saying a guy is playing around, playing the field to find that one person that he wants to be in a monogamous relationship. Is it to find or just to enjoy himself? Because you know you always hear about this playboy lifestyle. Okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe you to enjoy himself. But I get but the essence of where you're going yeah, with it. Yeah. Ultimately, to yeah, find ultimate, the one yeah. through experiences. So I don't think... Women force it. Guy women force it. I don't think yeah. so. Because obviously, after a while, the guy would choose and make a choice that, yeah, I want to be with this girl for the rest of my life. Okay. Unless he wants to be with multiple people where then you make the I'll choice hit, to I'll have two I'll, or three girls. I'll or, rebuttal your point, but yeah. Or, or vice versa. Okay, cool. What do that you makes think? sense. No, it makes sense. I get yeah. what you mean. So yeah. basically what you're saying is they'll settle down in their own time, innit? Even yeah, if exactly. a girl's forcing it, they don't force them to be monogamous. A guy will choose it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's never by force. So that's that was T's point. What do you think? Yeah, I actually agree with T. Yeah? Yeah. So I do think obviously there's instances where 
ladies will try to force. Actually, her. I think. I think in some instances, guys are forced to be exactly. monogamous. Like, I'm trying to keep her, innit? Like, even though I'm not ready, I yeah. don't want to lose her. So I don't think we should rule it out and be like, nah, guys always pick. Because there's plenty of times... No, no, yeah. I don't think mm. we can be I like... I understand, the yeah. There's plenty of times guys will be like, nah, man, I had to give mm. I had to give up for her, innit? Because I, I didn't want to lose her. Not because I was ready to, though. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And that can obviously lead to him doing something mad and then it not working out anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Go on. The reason I say that is because I don't think it's solely a, <coughs> a woman thing. I think... If a guy finds a woman he's ready to settle down with, mm-hmm. or he views as the one, he's not, he's also not gonna let her go and do her thing. Well, True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I True. think it's the same, but maybe a man might take longer to make a decision than a woman would. Okay. And actually, it just really depends who you find. Mm-hmm. More time, maybe the guy doesn't feel like he's found the one, but the woman might have found the one. But uh, yeah. there's certain there's many instances where the opposite is true as well. So mm. I I do agree in general, but yeah, I do lean more towards T because so yeah. Ultimately, you don't think women force men to be monogamous. no, because ultimately yeah. a man chooses. True, and I feel like it's a double standard as well because if a woman does that, she's for the streets. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you mm. mean. Like, if they're not ready to be monogamous and they're yeah. like, no, I don't want just, I don't want to just Then it makes a... her look a type of yeah. way. No, I, I don't even dispute that fact. I think that's very true, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even disagreeing with that. But I feel like there's definitely, I think maybe I, I pitched it wrong in it. I think there's definitely instances where monogamy is forced on a man. Whether that's, no, nah, you need to take me seriously in a relationship or I'm out, or mm. you need to marry me or this thing is not running. Because we've heard we've heard it so many times where women be like, nah, man, if I'm not married after three years, this ain't a relationship anymore. No, yeah. I'm free game. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's kind of forced monogamy. Like, no, you have to. Mm. Otherwise, no. For me, I don't you think know. that's forcing. I just think that's a decision that has to be made. And true. you can never choose true. one way or the other. That's uh, true. I didn't even look at it like that. Yeah. It's true. Mm. So it's still down. It's still lies. The ball is in your court. It is I'm in giving your court. you the option. You it's might feel pressured to make yeah. a decision, but ultimately you make it. I think that's the angle that I'm approaching it on. I feel like it's the pressure element. Yeah, the pressure mm. element. So it's like kind of, when we talk about forced, I just associate those words as technically, even though you're making a decision, it's your hand is being forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we could play a game of cards. Like I know if I play this, two times might win the next round. Mm. So I have to, he's forcing me to play this so that he doesn't win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not forcing you to commit, but it's forcing you to make the decision. I think that's, if you're getting into the, the deeper elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's making you do anything, but if it's like, if you really wanting it, because again, it, it lies down to you making a sole decision. It's still you feeling like you've been forced, even at the end of the day, you made a decision mm. to stay, you get what I'm saying? So mm. I feel like, yeah, you guys are right. Uh, you, you made good points, but. No, no, I hear you, man. It's, it's interesting because you, <clears throat> let's say, oh no, let's move on to the question of, you think monogamy benefits men yeah. benefits men more that, that was it so do you think monogamy having just a relationship with one person or a female can or a male counterpart benefits men more than it does in what it? sense though because you know like it's like once you've got one steady girlfriend wife fiance whatever mm-hmm. it's like people i think i'll say people it's not just women men and women some men more women i would say would say uh, like once a guy's focused on one girl, he's got a clearer vision of where he wants to go in life. Mm-hmm. But once he's got several girls around him, he's he's still like really indecisive in other areas. Like if he can't even make his up his mind up there, it's like he's not going to be decisive yeah, anywhere else in life. Yeah, like and he's spoiled for choice, so he's not someone you can rely on going forward. If that makes any sense. Mm. So do you think they? And obviously, it's not even just that. Do you think once guys are in relationships, a lot of avenues open up for them? Like 
you know, they might be more willing to push for this or, you know, stuff just falls into that. Because, you know, there is that saying that once you get a wife, you find a good thing and all other things kind of, obviously, if we're talking about religion, yeah, all other things fall into place. Actually, he who finds a good wife. (laughs) Of course, yeah, of course, of course. We ain't ain't supporting the ratchets out here, you get what I mean? But you know what I'm, you know what I mean? So, do you think that men essentially do? Because I think there was a uh, statistic I was discussing with, um, yeah, I was discussing, and basically, apparently there is a figure. Please don't hold me to this because I haven't, I haven't done, I've done my research, but I haven't pulled up the the, mm. the figure. And it was men that were in stable relationships, whether that's married life, let's just say married life, mm-hmm. seem to have longer lives than those that weren't. So you know, guys been playboy his whole life, but end up dying. Okay. Not necessarily young, but earlier than he's expected his, to. Yeah, you know what I mean. His collegiates in the same year. Whereas they had a steady 35, 40 year marriage and mm-hmm. they lived a longer life and kind of bore the fruits of that marriage because it was, they were happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So obviously it sounds like I'm giving better praise for the benefits, but do you feel like there oh, are no, more no. benefits? So I was just going to say the actual men. question was, do you think it benefits average men more? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even know. But Even if it's not average, man. But do you think it just benefits <laughs> men in general? Actually, that's a, yeah, I think we have to use that. Do you think yeah. it ben? Do you think average. monogamous relationships benefit average? And what do we mean by average? Just yeah. like normal working class, you're not yeah, you're earning a certain amount. So whatever the average is in social elements, certain amount wage, certain lifestyle, average. Everything's average. Mm, that's a hard question. I don't think so. Hmm? I don't think so. That's a cough. That's a cough thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got stuck in my throat. You couldn't fathom the answer. Really? Yeah, but going, why? Why not? It's an on-the-spot question, isn't it? It's, t- yeah, it's difficult because I think once you think back to, on it, you'd be like, actually, yeah, they do, but... I don't know. What you do want to you give your arguments for? So I would say... I would think I think it would benefit a rich man more. What, monogamy? Monogamy. Yeah. Okay. Because, do you go get on. what I mean? No, go say your Cause, point, Because um, a rich man is basically, he's out there doing whatever. He has so many options. He can't focus because people are throwing themselves at them. I think... Men or women? Well, you're talking about guys, though. Yeah. So, women yeah. are just throwing themselves at him. Yeah. So he's sport for choice. So him having one thing would, would you say benefits him more than having more? Yeah. Things? No, but this is why we said, yeah. Obviously, I get where you're coming from. Because like, I get the angle you're coming from. It's like you're not. Your, I guess it's like your attributes are not being stretched to all these different people. You can mm-hmm. focus on one. But with that, with that question of, do you think monogamy benefits average men more? Like a lot of the arguments were for, well, basically, like yes. Because if average men didn't have the, the or if average men didn't have that that um, what was it that that kind of ideal of monogamy, rich men will get all the women because they can afford to look after them. They can afford to pamper them. That's why if you go back in history, yeah, polygamy was such a big thing in terms of people that had money and could take care of these women had them. I have several women. So now the average guy. That might have got a chance when mm, it was a polygamous, yeah, polygamous society. And it's like, you have to stay with me because it's only meant to be one-on-one. It's not mm. multiple. The average guy now might not necessarily be able to afford what a rich guy can. So even though he's got 60 other girlfriends, you're still getting five to 10 grand in your pocket for basically doing nothing. So it's just, you know, I don't I don't want to make women objects, but whenever he does come around, you're fulfilling your your womanly duties as a girlfriend or as a fiance. But for the... For the rich man. Yeah. But at least, like, you're living your best life out but of with it. With the average man. But with the average man, monogamy now, it's like, you kind of... Not that you're settling, but it's like... You're the sole focus. You guys are working together to mm-hmm. kind of achieve a thing. And it's like, 
you know, you're not being, you're not living that high. No, I wouldn't say you're not living that high life, but you're not getting all the benefits that a rich man might be able to cater for. So that's why people were arguing for monogamy benefiting men because it's like, at the end of the day, if we lived in a society where monogamy wasn't a thing and polygamy was the big thing, all these guys with money would be sweeping all the girls and people that are in monogamous relationships now would lose out because these girls would be drawn to that. Like, I don't even need to do half the stuff I'm doing in this relationship. I can go over there and be cleaning up. Do you get what I'm saying? So, obviously, for me, though, <clears throat> with the argument, the, the biggest thing was the intimacy. I think you lose that, though, if you're in polygamy. Do you get what I'm saying? Because, obviously, <coughs> Is, Your relationship's me, not real. Yeah, you, you, for me, I don't know personally. Someone Some might people be like, would argue against it. Yeah, yeah. Some people <laughs> would be like, no, you're wrong. But for me... <laughs> I mean, analyzing <laughs> it would be like the intimacy is lost because now you become a, a possession that like, I own you like I'm, I'm paying you what I mean like do this now like at the end of the day I'm look, I'm catering for your lifestyle so that's what I feel like it could turn into but there's obviously other people that got money and they might treat every every fiance or girlfriend they have like she's the one do you get what I'm saying so that was the argument mm. for why monogamy benefits the average man more mm. Yeah. What do you think, Tons? To yeah. That? No, yeah, I think I get it. I think this, like, you could probably draw these comparisons to, like, back in the olden days yeah, a yeah. lot more, especially because, you know, yeah, women, you know, naturally they're drawn to a high-profile guy, in it. So yeah. the more you can provide, even if you're losing out on certain, I don't know, intimate benefits mm-hmm. that you might have with a soul partner, you might... You used to see it with all these kings, they used to have like so many different yeah. wives, you know what I mean? I mean it's, it's not as if they'll be picking the average ones. They yeah, get yeah, the, best the best of the best, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I would say I would say it does, but in terms of average, I don't think average is just financially. Because I think, you know, there's certain people that are blessed with confidence. And they True. can like see what we bear women, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, certain people are blessed with like mad game, uh, mad looks, like just a whole host of different yeah, things in it. So yeah. I think if it's just like average, average and everything, then yeah, yeah, then, why not? yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, that was a good question. It's interesting. Because I was thinking deeply on it. I was like, because obviously when I hit when I heard the the points four, I was just like, it's actually it it's a good point. Yeah. But then obviously my argument to that was at the end of the day, the ratios on earth, there's so many. Eventually, even no matter how rich a person is, obviously there's always that element of they can just come in later and take them off you. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, more times, if they got so so much choice and the ratio on earth being, I think for every every three females, there's only one guy or something like that. Or what was the ratio? I, I know it's, oh, it's, yeah. more, okay. it's more women on earth than there is men in it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was just like, really and truly, guys should never be or feel like they're lacking because there's so many women. Do you get what I'm saying? But obviously, everyone has ideals and stereotypes of what they perceive to be pretty because of what society creates. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, I want my, my girl to look like this or have this and that and that. When really, you're not really catering to your own preference. You're cr- catering to the outside's standard of what beauty is. Do you get what I'm saying? Whether that's a black girl, whether that's a, a white girl, whether that's an Arab girl, whatever it is, you're catering to that standard. And then once you don't get it, you kind of start to take away the little bits to just be like, okay, but she's still got this and that. Do you get what I'm saying? So anyway, with that thing, for me, I was just like, for every, um, I think it was like, yeah, for every three women on earth, there's one there's one male in it. So they, am I right with that statistic? They outnumber us. This is the mask guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but no, but I think that was just this, this, okay, the okay. statistics. So I was like, even with a polygamous society, yeah, there is the danger that your your potential wife or baby mom could get stolen off you if she if she thought you was average, but that can still happen. No, now. no, no. So 
there is a slight difference because there's polygamy, yeah, and then there's polyamorous. Okay, so what's so the polygamy? Yeah, you're still in a relationship. It's just with multiple people, so you do have an element of loyalty or whatever. Polyamorous, anyone can get with anyone. Yeah. Oh, is it? So I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. My it's argument mad. was that there's too many women on earth. Yeah. yeah. Even if that was the case, you know, mon- like monogamy, monogamy, it benefits, but also it doesn't. Because even if it was a polygamous thing, it just means. Even if you was average, technically, it doesn't mean that you can't have multiple girlfriends and wives. It's just that it might be a bit harder for you than someone that's got millions of pounds to cater for all these people. You know what I'm saying? We see it now, man. People have plenty of baby mamas and they're... they're <laughs> but they're not saying that they're, living, yeah, they're not, but they've still built... They, they have a relationship in terms of they share a child together. Yeah. So for 18 okay. years of your life, you have to be civil. Do you get what I'm saying? So... You know, at the end of the day, even if it's if you're not doing whatever you was doing with them before, you still got a relationship <laughs> with them. You got. You don't want to so. start feeling like an object as well. No, nah, you don't. Polygamy is dangerous at the end of yeah. the day, in it. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. With regards to that question, I wouldn't agree and I wouldn't disagree in it. It does. It does benefit the average man a lot because no, you know, what I mean, it's one on one, and she doesn't. You don't have to worry mind. about I her. Mind, so I agree with you guys. Mm. <laughs> I it's confusing. Mind. Mind. It's confusing. It's tough. It's tough. It's, it's an interesting well, one, isn't it? Because I feel like there's different But then, angles, yeah, I agree yeah. with you guys. Now that well, what do you say the benefits it. of mono- monogamy is? No no one else can have you apart from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's the essence of monogamy because people will break that barrier all the time. Mm. But it's the essence of, yeah, like you guys share a relationship or a bond that is between you and it. No one else mm. should, no one else officially should be able to come in between that and kind of share. Okay. Take take away from it, innit? I think that's that's the biggest benefit. And anything you guys are doing is together. It's not like shared between multiple people. I think that's another benefit of monogamy. What would you say the benefits are? You can grow an empire together. But you could do that in a polygamous relationship no. too. Why not? Because there's always one person that's always going to be left out, literally. No, but you could, it doesn't matter. Even if that person is still left out, multiple people created that empire together. Not to even throw you on the bus, but someone will hit you with that. I still stand by that. Though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, for me, the question and the answer to the question is what you said as well. I think you can also, yeah, I think your your trust levels will probably be more, well, I don't know. It depends on the people because I remember there was these people twins. Wild. Yeah. They, people are they, wild. They shared the same man. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That. And they were happy with it. I know. Happy. It's, it's even. Like, we're going to get pregnant at the same time. Like, obviously, we share days to do whatever we need to do, but... That's mental illness, but... <laughs> yeah, you know, it? that's... You've been dressing them the same for too long. You know what I mean? Like, if I was to ever have twins, you guys are wearing different clothes, B. You that's know what I mean? <laughs> Phil and Lil were wearing the same clothes in Rugrats. Like, I can't have my kids looking that's, at that as well, but... That's a bit of incest there as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... No, I think there's a lot of benefits to There's a lot of benefits. At the end of the day, like, once you share a relationship with one other person... And you guys know the ins and outs of each other. Like it's hard to replicate when you've got several people involved in the relationship. That's it, you know man. what I'm saying? And it's that sense of a connection and a bond is built. So I think those are like the biggest and it's that element of trust as well. You can trust yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah. Whereas when it's several people, you can still trust them, but it's difficult, you know what I mean? To to make that trust reinforced. Whereas you two together in one relationship, it just focus. makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a straight line, you know what I mean? You're whatever's getting thrown mm-hmm. that way is coming back in the same direction. It's mm-hmm. not bouncing off another person. It's true, man. If you're putting a hundred percent into someone, it's not gonna be the same as you putting a hundred percent eighty percent. Yeah, or you know, trying to put hundred percent into yeah, four people. You, no, it's, it's not true. possible, is it? It's true, yeah. You you take away from somewhere, you know, yeah. <laughs> to give to somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot there is a lot of benefits of monogamy, you know what I mean? I don't wanna underrate. I feel like it's just we're we're in a society now, like people are trying to push this message of, you know, be free and 
be happy. But we know that's not how life goes. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, you got to commit to something to really pursue it. And to, to make make yourself better out of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can be have too many commitments at once because mm-hmm. we, we know, like, in the pra- practicality element of it, you're either going to just run yourself into the ground or the things around you that you're trying to put so much effort into, one of them is going to break down no matter, yeah, no matter how much you're trying. So you and one other person is just fine. You know? And I think also a lot of people, they always downplay, like, you know, the forefathers' wisdoms, like, you know, because we're in the current age, we're so much smarter than yeah, they were. You know yeah, I mean? for real. They, they did things like, <laughs> you know, they got married, they did all these different things, in it, And things were working out, innit? But I think... You know, all these new ideologies and all these different things. It's taints everyone's minds. Yeah, it taints it. And it makes yeah, people man. just feel like they're smarter than they are. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just like, if it ain't broke, man, don't fix it. That's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah. But yeah, on that. I was always, even another thing, like, if we're talking about the polyamorous thing, mm. another thing to consider is obviously, you know, less risk of STDs and all these things. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. No, that's, that, that is... Like obviously we're it's laughing here, but one. it's it's a hundred percent real, you know what I mean? Because you never know what someone someone is carrying or what someone has. Do you get what I'm saying? So even even as far as genetics, man. Because oh, obviously facts. you know we see like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you know, we see that thing with like people carrying traits and certain things. Mm-hmm. Whether that's like this person's gonna have a hip problem because it runs in their family, or this person's gonna have blood pressure problems because it runs in their family. If you're out here not out here, but you have that kind of relationship, you have multiple or numerous people involved. There's that it, it, it heightens the risk. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Of anything. So you and one other person, there's always a risk, but at least it's something you can manage and you guys can go and do whatever you need to together. But that is is very underrated. And also kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> how do you explain it? Apart from that, though, how yeah. what kind of relationship do you have? Because everyone's from different mums, you know what I mean? Like, of course you guys got the same dad, but the love obviously everyone just says I love riffs. all my it children, but divide, it's riffs. Yeah. yeah, man. And there's a divide. That's that's a fact, you know what I mean? So Yeah. But yeah. it's interesting, man. Cause do you think polygamy would actually work in, in today's day and age? A lot of people are doing it. Do you reckon it has to be based on financial sti- stability? Or is it just... Ah. Like, nah. okay. I think There's a guy in America that's like that. His name, I think it's Brother Polite or something like that. Brother. Yeah, he's got he's got like a, a polygamous relationship. I think he's got like three. <laughs> you guys. But anyway, yeah. So it's become you, a f- new norm, though. I haven't seen it in London. I've seen, well, not I haven't seen it in London, but I've seen it. It's in America. Yeah, see, that's what it is. So we, we see it on TV and we're like, yeah, it's normal. Like, but I don't like in our own surroundings. I haven't seen that. No, no, not in the like. You've seen we've seen like baby mama drama, but we've never seen a fully functioning. This is polygamous relationship. I have three. I have three girlfriends, and they all know about each other. And everyone's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, you know, I haven't I've seen that. I've always seen it as one guy and females. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it the other way around. Well, like two guys and one one female. Yeah, I think that has so been that has been happened before. It's I'm probably sure happened. No, no, sure there was a, there was a, um, it was on it was on Insta. Not that that's the, the most reliable source, but there was a story on a lady. I think she growing up with her child is sweetheart, but she fell in love with someone else. But I don't think he wanted to let her go in it. And I think she kind of just introduced the terms like, "Well, if you wanna, I, I still do love you, but I'm attracted to this person." I want this, and he just agreed to it, and apparently they've been fully functioning since. I don't believe that, but, but what about like <laughs> trust me. being in a polygamous relationship or whatever? What about open relationship? But then, is it a relationship? That's anymore? that's basically polyamorous. Yeah, yeah. You, you can sleep with anyone and everybody, so well, you guys don't necessarily have a relationship. You're, you're you're in a relationship with one person, but you're allowed to sleep with other people. That's what an open relationship is, no? But that's yeah, still pretty amorous, so. though. Yeah, because you're sleeping with any and everyone, isn't it? Like, you guys can still sleep together and then you can go about your business and go mm-hmm. sleep with other people and then come back and do the same thing. It's a bit, 
yeah, I was gonna say, obviously, there's certain STDs can obviously lead to death if untreated and all these things. Yeah, for sure. It made me think, you know. When do you ever start considering wills? That's a mad link up. <laughs> <laughs> I've always tried every <laughs> of these um, transitions. You know, from STDs to wills, fam. Shit, like, touch wood, didn't it? You like, like that one, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like you never think of it. I've never thought of it, and that's the the craziest thing is I've had this conversation with friends, and life insurance, friends and loved ones. Like, do you reckon we should get life insurance from the age of eighteen? Because it's like now technically you're classified as an I adult, know, isn't it? Yeah. And life insurance can be as cheap as one pound. You can mm-hmm. get like fifty k cover. So if you God forbid, if anyone was to die prematurely, you've got that to pay for your funeral and then you've got a little bit left over to go to your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people, me and, like, me and people around me, I've discussed it before, but it's a thing of, I just see it as a discussion. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm back on whatever yeah, I'm doing, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But I feel like maybe it's something we need to consider more because obviously talking to, talking to someone else close to me, she was like, oh, I spoke to my mum about it. But her mum was basically, was it her mum? I think it was her mum was just basically like, you don't need to get it until you have kids, innit? I was thinking, just because you have kids doesn't mean that you're not more vulnerable than before you have mm-hmm. them. You get what I mean? So maybe it should be a thing that we push. Like, yeah, as soon as you're old enough to kind of, well, I don't know, drink or whatever, maybe you should. it should be a thing that we consider. You know what I mean? Especially for so many people that are, I would say, not necessarily more at risk, but let's say if you're on the streets. Imagine if so many of these kids had kind of life insurance from early. It's mad to even think that and to put mm-hmm. that on them. But it's a thing that is covered, isn't it? If this person, God forbid that ever happens to anyone's child or whatever, but if this person and you know they're getting out there like that and you're covering it for them, it's not such a... It's, it's still a blow because it's someone you're not going to see again, isn't it? It's a loved one that you've lost forever, but that would cover it, as crazy as it sounds. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? It's like, well, I had life insurance. Mm-hmm. So. Whereas now, people are dying for nothing and it's like their parents. The sad thing is, they the most important thing is they're not going to get to see that person again, isn't it? That, that life is gone. But obviously, to add salt into the wounds is like you're left with like a six, seven k minimum like debt because now you have to pay for their funeral, mm-hmm. do all these processions. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a hefty one in it. So us being adults now and growing up and not even being involved in that, everyday lives is a danger. You know what I mean? You crossing the road is dangerous. So it's like it's mad like we don't actually have like life insurance like or will even. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean, is it something it, that yeah. we should consider? What do you guys think? Nah. I think after seeing the whole Chadwick Boseman thing, um. I feel like everyone should, as as you get to the age of eighteen, you should consider mm. at least right, even if you don't have it notarized or anything like that. Just write, put it in writing, and sign it yourself, so that at least you've written. Does it count for something if you do that? Though? I don't know. I don't think so because it no, still has to be like legally. You've still written it though. It can be taken into consideration. Yeah. Oh, is it? it right, okay. Be, yeah. Okay. I didn't know. But it's not the. It's not. It's not official. It's not official. But like. At least if you start the process, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Because it's like, like you said, tomorrow's never promised. So you you should just, just in case. Just do it. Just Have do it. it. I know it's more, so morbid to think. Yeah. And it's so scary to think, oh, if I sign this now, what if I'm going to die? And yeah. well, at least you know you're covered. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's interesting because I kind of consider it something like pension. Because I know a lot of people... They they chose to opt out because they needed just more. I money. was going to do that, and then I saw how much I had in my pension. I was like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So that one pound or five pound or twenty five pound mm. or whatever every month, some people be like, mm, yeah, I might actually well, need when that. They pay, when when the payout, oh yeah, true, true. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying in day to day life, in it because these things yeah. can be yeah. 
so far in the future. Far in the future, yeah. Or well, it might not be, but you're, you're thinking of it that way. To be that way, it yeah. to be so far mm. in the future. Mm. It's like, rah, I'm leaving it now. I need money now, true. you know what I mean? Mm. Every true. little penny counts. So I, I think I do understand why a lot of people don't really go for it. Mm. But also, a lot of people don't even like to talk about death in general. Isn't it? True. So preparing for it <laughs> seems scary. mad. It's scary, yeah. Yeah, but for sure. as, as we say, no one knows their death date. We don't wish it. We hope everyone has long mm. and yeah. prosperous lives. But um, it's good to definitely put these things into consideration. I was actually watching something from, uh, you know that guy that does the money supermarket? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, no. Know. The guy who does them, um, not money supermarket. Those, uh, money, um, money expert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name. Martin Lewis, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he was saying, one thing everybody should have now is to like a will for one and also to decide their power of attorney. Okay. So do you know who that gets, is? Who gets control of your estate? Or Essentially. Yeah. So at any moment, you might not die, yeah, but you might be put in a situation where... It's possible, like you're, you're in a coma. You're in a coma or something like that. God forbid, but yeah. Forbid. yeah. If that hasn't been sorted out, it's, it's very be, difficult yeah. to release funds for like, mm. I don't know, treatment or whatever you will need in it. So... Apparently that's I think I have everybody. one, you know. That's the, oh, really? the funniest thing is, yeah. See, this goes back to reading contracts. Mm. I don't know what I'll sign them, but <laughs> like, I remember, yeah, this always sticks into the back of my mind, didn't it? Uh um one of the people that were inducting us into the role said, Yeah, basically, this is like if you die while in service or if you if you die or if you pass away, or if you get an illness while still working for the emergency service that mm. I do, like you can you write your next of kin on it, innit? So I put my mum and my brother. So they um, immediately, whether that's my pension, my next pay slip, any savings that I've got in our savings accounts at work, it goes to them. Oh, okay, okay. So like, you know what I mean? Like that was a, it's a, it's mad. Like it's, it's crazy to think like that, but it was a saving grace where automatically from the gate, they get you to do it. Mm. Because it's like, we know a lot of people don't think about this. Yeah. Because this is such a, a well-paying position or, you know, it's it's a thing where they look after their staff in yeah, that yeah. sense, isn't it? Because you never know what, what can happen tomorrow. So it's like, whilst you're here and whilst you're employment here, if anything happens to you, any money that you got from here that you saved, that you got in your pension, these are the people that will get it. Mm. And there's no question mm. about that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So I've got that as well. They did that for me. Or life insurance, I think. Oh, really? Oh, I've got okay. life insurance in my work, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Mm. Uh, did you get anything like that with, with your position as well? I, I didn't even realise. I just remembered that mm. now that you brought up, so. I don't know. You might have. It's just, I might it's have, but I don't remember. Contracts, isn't it? It's reading. so many things. Yeah, yeah. it's contracts. Yeah. But, but I remember that vividly because the lady was bare speaking about it. So, But power of attorney will be like stuff in your bank account, like maybe your car, oh, yeah. maybe. Oh, okay, that kind of. Yeah, yeah that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. That. All the big stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. That's I definitely need to look into it, now. man. I'm taking yeah. my own advice because I don't have none of that stuff. I'm not going to be real. I'm not going to come on here like I'm, you know, better than thou. I think about that stuff, but again, it's like, man. I'm chilling, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? You Relax. see you on TV, I, get life insurance. Yeah, yeah, so. but yeah. literally, yeah. Like, we're in the positions that we're in, yeah, as older people now, it's like, yeah, we can afford to pay one pound, two pound, fifty yeah, a month, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know how long I've been paying my phone bill, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's at least 40 pound or whatever it is a yeah, month, yeah, and yeah. I'm paying that with ease. So two pound a month where potentially, God forbid anything goes wrong, yeah, you could potentially get 100k to cover your funeral. That'll probably cost 10k, and the rest of it mm-hmm. goes to your family. Like, why not? You know what I mean? It makes sense. But obviously, the only the only hitch is you can't miss a payment or something like that. Or if you can't if you cancel the contract early, you don't get nothing it's back. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah you know, That's if you've been paying it for twenty years and you're like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, you don't get nothing back. So that is the only like the hitch on that. But one. Yeah, but other than that, it's kind of foolproof. No, yeah. So it's something everyone can do, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think to make a will, it's usually it costs about one fifty 
but there's okay. um there's a website called Will Aid, and okay. in November they basically do it for free. There's a lot of solicitors that will do it. Oh, is it? Do it for you, but I'm on um, yeah. giving you lot tips in it. You know, yeah, trust <laughs> me, but I'm valuable. You know, we start charging for this thing, but, but, but basically yeah, it it runs out. Like obviously, because it's free, a lot of people are going for it quite quickly, and yeah. so make sure you lot are on that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna check that. I'm gonna check that. I think all they they Require. ask of you yeah. is that you yeah. make a charitable donation, yeah. but it's not a requirement. It's not. It's not a must in it. It's not a must. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's if good you though. No, yeah, it's that's good. Dope. Definitely, that's actually dope. Hey, see, we're kicking some jewels for you, man. That's. Mm. I hope you're still listening. That's real. Trust me. You, know what I mean? you lot that's want another tip? <laughs> this is a bit um off topic, but say the site first. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, repeat the site. Willaid.com. Willaid.com. Any hyphens or just one word? Willaid.com. No, I think willaid.com. Okay, if yeah. Google that, you well, if yeah, find you it. Yeah, Google it, find it. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, if you are working from home, you can actually get some tax exemptions. So oh, really? Look into that as well. How? You just, you just type it. So working from home taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. you can get money off from like the food you're spending at home. The so it's like expenses and all that kind of stuff. Something. Not ex- yeah, it might be a bit of expenses yeah. and like, you know, your electricity bill, your heating. You're looking to that, man. I'm yeah, not working for man, but anyone that is, yeah, definitely please I'm look into that. Oh, okay, okay. You know, it's it's oh, definitely going to save you, save you some money. Yeah, little shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's dope. <laughs> so, yeah, you man. got Martin Lewis on the show. You know what I mean? I'm just showing you like love, man. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. But not everybody shows love. That's true. No. Like that transition. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. That was a slick one. Do you was know when you hear a bar and it goes over your head like, that was so dumb. But yeah. That's that was true. I'll, uh, I'll give you that one. Uh, yeah. You're watching the, the check off, innit? Yeah, man. Like, uh, shout Big out Tobes. Chucky Online, Big oh, Tobes. Yeah. Uh, I wish, um, I'm always showing people love. Like, I sound <laughs> like a simp, but you know, like, if, if I know you, even if I don't know you and I like what you're doing and I like the energy that you're giving off. I'm one of those people. I'm not a hater, innit? I'll tell you, like, yo, I appreciate what you're doing, man. Like, oh, keep it's on. Good. It's good. You know, like, it's, sometimes it's even weird. Like, I remember I met some guy called DJ P Montana. You heard of that guy? He does yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, enough. do you know them times there? You used to, like, used to always go to revs, like Revolution. Was it Revolution in EC Central? Oh, okay, that yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. So one time we went there. I think it was <laughs> it was Tosin's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> okay, maybe not Tosin's, but others. You know what I mean? But um. I think it was Tossin's birthday or something like that. And he had all these people there. Anyway. I, was, I wasn't actually there that day. I think Hafiz might have come that day, yeah. And we was, we, me and Hafiz were chilling at the bar. And then that guy walked past. And do you know it's that element of, I don't want to seem like a beg. But I was just like, <laughs> you know what? But, show you love but, it. Yeah, like, we were talking. So I just went up to him. I was like, oh, you're DJ P Montana. And he probably must have thought I was trying to move him. Or something. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I like your mixes, man. You're doing your thing. Mm. Like, keep up. Like, you're actually doing, you're doing a good job. And he was like... His whole demeanor kind of changed. Yeah, like, oh, man, I appreciate That's it. it man. Like, it's it's love in it, and obviously I've had so many instances. But another time, yeah, was in a bar in Oakham Road. No, yeah, even that oh. one. But was in a bar in Oakham Road, and we met. Um, I met some guy. Everyone, some guy. I met uh, <laughs> young. I met young Stefflon there, and I said the oh, same sad. thing. But okay. I listened to this guy. Obviously, man, I asked put us on, like put me on anyway. Yeah, so young yeah. Stefflon, I've been listening to him ever since then. That might be my like first year uni. And I was like, nah, I listen to your thing, man. Like you. Well, you can rap, bro. you're just you're underappreciated, yeah, you're yeah, underrated. But I tell you, you got fans in it, and he was just like, Nah, man, I appreciate it, man. Blah blah blah. And he's kind of just giving me the rule, and mm. he even chilled with us, like, he was chilling with oh, us for okay. like 20 minutes, even though his friend had ditched him in it. He was just <laughs> like, I chill with you, not kind of thing. And that was just real, like, I love stuff like that. And then my last instance, I've had several instances, but I remember we was in Afro Nation, and then even T, well, I was just like, Is that NSG? They were literally <laughs> just you know, throwing me on the street. Like, <laughs> I was like, Nah, man, I can't even say that to them, like, I'm gonna look like a big. 
But I was just like, nah, man. It is what it is, isn't it? You say I like her music, you keep it stepping. Yeah, yeah You know, if you want to save face. I just went up to him. And me with my big mouth, I was just like, hey, what are you lot doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they were meant like, to be in that They're like, oh, yeah, we're just, we're just hearing it. We're partying. We're chilling. And their response was so calm. I was like, oh, these guys are good guys, man. I was just like, I listen to your music, innit? Like, oh, it's a shame that you lot are not performing. Mm. And they were just like, yeah, man, but we just out here having a good time. Blah, blah, Enjoying blah, blah. the vibes, innit? Yeah, they were, they were good people. So I never have a bad word to say about them. You know what I mean? People always this in the fashion sense and that, but I like everything you get what I'm saying so shout yeah, them out but yeah me I'm always showing people love yeah, back real. to the interview and then um, <laughs> wait that reminds me did you not see that uh, <laughs> that guy that saw Diggity Oh that yeah, was that was funny. Even, even I was, <laughs> even was I was like, I was crazy. I was just like, rah, this is. I don't even know how he I feel. So someone he run like off that. manically. He like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Psh, I wouldn't know if that guy was a fan or if he'd escaped from some kind yeah, of. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. he was showing him mad love. That, that's that's good though, isn't it? At least like, it's, I guess it's genuine. But yeah, so going back to that interview mm. with Big Tobes and um, Chucky Online, like there was one. Like segment in the interview where like Big Toes was basically just talking about the time he got shot and stabbed in it, and no one really knows the exact details, but he was just like, again, it went from me just thinking I was cool with everyone in it. Mm. Obviously, we have this thing where, you know, you don't want to be negative, so you're just trying to show people love. So he was just like, I'm one of those people. I walk by myself. Like, I'm not always with my friends in it. I can go to Stratford, and it's mad because I never thought of that. Like sometimes if you're artist, even if you're not big. Technically, you might be in a bit of danger if you're walking by yourself, you know, because you never know what could pop off or how people could receive you, mm-hmm. even if you're not mm-hmm. that way inclined. You know mm. what I mean? So it was like, I'm one of those people I used to walk by myself. And because I had, I, le- I met a lot of people, people through the industry and outside of that, it was like, I just used to show people love, innit? And then obviously, it kind of worked to his own detriment because he's like, someone's done all that stuff to me now where he's been shot and stabbed. And I could tell it proper hurt him. It was just like, you know, it's not one of those things I deserved. Like, I hadn't done anything to anyone, mm. did it? And they just approached me and dealt with me like that. So it's like, ever since then, not that, obviously after that's happened, he's just been like filled with anger. Like, how are they going to do that? You know what I mean? And he's going to do something mad. But the people around him kind of just said, oh, you know, like, this is not your path, man. I focus on music. It takes a big person to do that. But he was just like, his kind of demeanor kind of changed, innit, after that. He was like, I can't show everyone love like that anymore, innit? Like, I still, I still might walk by myself and that, but he was just like, I don't approach every situation where it's love. It might just be like, mm. cool kind of thing. So even with that, yeah, I think showing everyone love, yeah, is it, I was going to link it into, is it kind of good to be paranoid sometimes? Because obviously people always like, why do you see the worst or you're a pessimist? Like, is it good to sometimes, or a lot of the time, expect the worst in all situations where you're not necessarily showing the love that, you know, people, I wouldn't say deserve, but should get because it's, it's from a place of like, um, clean heartedness like you know it's a good energy it's good vibes but I don't have anything against you why is it not going to be love you know what I mean so do you reckon people should always expect or prepare for the worst and not necessarily be open with their I'd say positive emotions where you're embracing mm-hmm. everyone do you get what I'm saying it's like respect earning it before you give it up yeah I think it's definitely advisable to be wary but I wouldn't say it's for me I don't think it's appropriate to be paranoid all the time because mm. I'm I'm a believer in you know you kind of attract the energy you're you're putting, you're putting out sometimes mm. and if you're always moving a certain way even if someone wasn't initially gonna approach you like a certain way yeah, yeah, yeah. your demeanor can kind of like encourage that or whatever so mm. I think it's always like it shouldn't necessarily be a glass half empty or it shouldn't necessarily be a glass half full thing yeah. but you just keep it neutral just assess what's you know coming up and it's obviously important to make provisions like if you're an elevated figure then 
maybe you should be rolling with, I don't know, maybe security or whatever. Other people, yeah, or one yeah, or two yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I do think a balance is necessary. It's good to be prepared, but mm. I don't think you should be paranoid. Paranoid or walking, walking in any fear. Yeah. And obviously it depends like... It depends on, you know, your lifestyle. Mm. If you're from the roads and you know you've got enemies, then you're going to be a bit more Paranoid. paro. Mm, mm. If That's true. If your circumstances are not as extreme as that, then I think you have more reason to be optimistic. What? You can still expect something negative though, to spring out of nowhere. That's do you know what I'm saying? Because the game is the game, as they like to say. It. Not everyone's going to have the best intentions mm. just mm. because you have that for them. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... Obviously, you know, not everyone is your friend, but so you keep your circle small, but you never know whoever's outside of that could be someone of benefit towards you. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't necessarily always move paranoid. You just have to move smart. Yeah. You can't read everyone. That's the thing. You can't can't read everyone. But I think the the biggest message that I took from that and watching that interview, which was a very good interview, check up. I think it's on their own channel. I think it's called The Check Up. He's got like a series of it in it. But, um, the, the biggest message that I took from that personally was that, and it kind of, at this age now, yeah, it's kicking in. It was, it was mad because I was thinking, why did it take me so long to actually, you hear your parents say this all the time, but you don't really digest it, is that not everyone's going to have the same energy that you have for them. Mm. You get what I mean? Not everything that, if you're putting out positive upon positive, not everyone's going to have that. People are going to come to you and be like, you know what? Yeah, I can pretend like I like what you're doing, but I don't. I don't like you as a person, but because it benefits me to be around you, the moment that, there's a, not a sign of weakness, but there's a, the moment that there's a dip, I'm going to take full advantage. Or I'm going to do something to where you're not going to see it coming. Mm. It's going to hurt you. You get what I mean? So it's a sad realisation. It's, sa- it's a very sad realisation. Obviously, that's that's a big thing that I take um, out of context with that particular chat. It was, you know, for everyone listening, including me, myself, like me talking about it, like I always try to be as open and positive as possible. So sometimes when I'm positive and it's not reciprocated, I'm never like, oh, whatever. But if you dwell on it, you might be like, oh, doesn't this person... You know what I mean? I never, sh- I don't, I don't think you should ever um, approach anything any like that. Anyway, it should always just be from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. But the bigger picture is just because you're doing that and you're doing it wholeheartedly and genuinely, it doesn't mean the energy that they're giving back is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And everyone should just kind of not, not protect themselves. Well, I'll say protect themselves for sure, but just be weary in it. Like you can give off that energy, but don't expect the same energy back in it. And if if it does come back, you know, wayward you already know, like, you're kind of prepared for it, like, you know, mm. you know I, I'm I'm expecting the worst from you. So the fact that you did that, it, it, it hasn't hurt it. me as much as me thinking, oh, you're going to yeah. do that's something it. good for me. That's do you it. get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I think that's a very key lesson to teach people from early because you can tell kids that. My mom used to tell me that all the time. Mm. She's like, just because you got all these people as your friend, it doesn't mean all of them want to see you win. That's, and that's the reality, mm. you know, like, i got a small friendship circle. I always tell people I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I could probably count how many friends I've got, but it's like... Somewhere in that circle, as much as it pains me to say that, there'll be someone in that circle that doesn't want to see you do better than them. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So it's like, show love, of course, but you don't like, and of course you can do everything from a wholehearted perspective, but just always remember that should be in the back of your mind. Not everyone wants to return that kind of energy. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, you set yourself up not to expect too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So As you get older, your circle gets smaller anyway. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, innit? I don't think it should change you as a person, but you just need yeah. to be very, vigilant. like you like you guys were saying, very weary and vigilant of the possible things that can come out of that. You know what I mean? You should need to, mm-hmm. you know, like in anime, they predict every kind of thing <laughs> that could happen. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, it's important, man. It's, it's very important. It's, it's a sad, it's a sad thing. For, for me, it kind of hurt me watching that, innit? I was just like, it's mad. Like, he, this guy's gone through all of that and it was literally that. Like, 
just because you're doing all this good stuff doesn't want, doesn't mean that someone else looking across the river is going to want that same good thing to happen mm. to you, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I remember man. he was saying something about in his first show, he brought like 20 men and then after it's slowly. The more, did, yeah. yeah and he, he said the more serious it starts to get. It's it like you can start to, to read people's personality. Yeah. Like, not necessarily they don't want you to, pres- to to prosper or do well, but their personalities can conflict with what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. That yeah. can just cost you whatever your blessing is meant to be. Do you know what I'm saying? So because your you brand be at the end selective. of the day, yeah. you need to not affiliate yourself with certain. It's not to say that you hate them. Yeah. But it's just you know that you. Can't yeah, you be... gotta start having like cutoffs. Yeah. Like, just keep people at arm's length and be like, no, that's my friend, but. I already know it's only mm-hmm. two people I can be like, these are the people that I know is down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happens. So, yeah, man, important important life message for everyone there, including me, myself, you know what I mean? And I, I've been sitting on that for for the week, like, yeah. That rings true, innit, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's true, so. man. I think it goes back to, like, what we talked about before. We have different friends for different things, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. And I think it's just important to separate it because I feel people do show you their character over an extended period of mm. time. So yeah. people might even act a certain way, but you can even give them the benefit of the doubt. the doubt. But if it's repeated now... How many times do you give chances? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I always say, you know, if someone shows you their character over an mm. extended period of time, then you, you know, believe you them, know. in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you put them in a certain category. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's just one of those things, man. Success definitely walks, walks people around you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And not everybody's going the same direction as you, and True. that's okay. True. So yeah. and no one, not everyone has the same vision that you have. As that's well, it, man. So that's really. That's it, man. Deep. deep very. Success deep. is it's interesting, man. But yeah. Did you lot watch the Together We Rap? I couldn't. I couldn't even check. It. I thought it was on Netflix, but it was on um JRM. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I couldn't even watch it, but but I've been seeing snippets of it. Oh, okay, and okay, I okay, just, okay. Okay. It's, it's sick. The funny thing is, yeah, all those people that they had on there, like people like Skepta, um, obviously Stormzy did like Dizzy as well. Those are people we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually um, it's it's we underrate this so much because everyone's always like to sleep on our uh, them lot do grime or whatever, and it's cool to listen to UK rap now. But I remember I I like when YouTube was kind of still new, kind of new. I, I used to watch the there was a, a Skepta and Wiley freestyle where they're spitting in the road like bad them up, bad them. I used to watch that <laughs> like, back to back, and it's like they come all the way from that to having like. Uh, platinum selling records mm. with ASAP Rocky and that, and that's just massive. You know, I feel like we, in this country, especially, yeah, I feel like we under we underappreciate achievement so much. You know, like because it's it's you come from chilling on the block to spit with your friends selling CDs to, yeah, like I'm worth five five million pounds now. You know what I mean, or whatever it is that you crazy, it's not necessarily bro. about the worth, but it's the success that you've managed mm-hmm. to garner out mm-hmm. of something you created in your mom's in your mom's living room. You know what I mean? People in America know who you are now. That's incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. No, I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but okay, yeah, okay. so... No, yeah, it was... What was it focusing on? Just on their, their journeys, basically? Yeah, just the journey of um, GRM, essentially. And I think things like this are very important. And I think it actually shows the the healthiness of the scene at the moment. That, you know, documentaries going back. Out, these people, yeah. So people can have context to, like, where this thing originated, originated from. from yeah. mm-hmm. And where it's gone, the ups and downs it's been through. And, yeah, it was a really well-put-together series, definitely. Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, you guys must remember. Obviously, when GRM was on top, and then it's called Grime Daily. Them times, yeah, Grime yeah, Daily. Them Grime times, Daily. Yeah. They changed it to GRM, but yeah, yeah, rebrand. Yeah, yeah. and then YouTube account just got deleted. Oh, they lost bare their videos. I remember everything, bro. Like, it wasn't <laughs> a big thing because I don't think everyone was as in tune with GRM as they are now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they lost no. Their but channel. back then it was big, man. It was still a big thing. They were like. 
obviously SBTV was number one, yeah. but they were still number two and they were like upcoming and they were doing it. It was healthy competition, innit? Yeah. So they lost everything, innit? And apparently at that time, all the rappers were like, what's going on? What's going yeah, on? What's yeah, going yeah. on? Da, 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 da. What was the context behind them losing the... Was it someone hacked it? Apparently or? they got three strikes and oh. YouTube never really gave them a real reason as to why oh, they took it away, it? innit? Oh, that's so peak. But they had, they had put mad work into it, innit? Um, that's so peak. It was two of them, Posty and Pierre. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's mad, man. So, obviously, from there, what I wanted to actually get onto is, um, yeah, it's mad. What What do you think success is actually? Do you think it's a destination, yeah, or a mindset? It's both. Okay. I can, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's one thing. Mm. Because, uh, like, sometimes I hear people like Skepta say. He's like, through the success that I've achieved, which is the destination into where he's at now, and that's the transition, his mindset has changed. He's like, I'm not a skeptic from 10 years ago that was sitting on the block, mm. spitting some grease, and was actually put out here part-time necessarily doing that with my mind trapped in, it doesn't get bigger than a block. Like, I'm known in my area. Like, this is what I wanted to be. Do you know what I'm saying? He, I wouldn't even say he was, known in, he was known in London. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is what it is. But he was like, because of the success he's had through his journey and his experiences, linking up with all these different people, being being able to go to somewhere like Australia and perform, his mindset is bigger than it's just London. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like now, even though I have a people, I go to different places and people like, oh, you speak funny, you speak... The moment I open my mouth to do something musically related, I'm accepted, innit? So it's like my mindset has changed. So I definitely say it's um, mindset and destination. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think it can be one thing because you can have a successful mindset of, I feel like I'm successful because... I'm not just big in my block anymore. Like I'm big in North London mm-hmm. as well as South London. That's your own perception, you know. What yeah, I mean? But yeah. your destination is you're still on the road with one foot in, one foot out, and you're not like wholly tunnel vision focused on doing your music. Whereas if you was, but they will know you in flipping Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know people listen to this kind of music mm-hmm. over there. Do you get what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with T, and I think it goes hand in hand. It can't just be one thing because yeah. because yeah, it, yeah. it starts off in the mind first because. If you're hungry for it in your mind, you know you're gonna push yourself to go that yeah, route. Focus, and then on it, you'll yeah. start the destination to become that success. That success that you wanted. Yeah, that's funny actually that you said that because I listen. I always watch. I'm I'm one of those people. I like watching interviews, innit? I should have been a psychologist because I, I look at how people behave and how they talk in interviews. And someone they asked Eddie one this question like, "Why did you want to do music, innit?" Mm. And he he didn't say it's to be successful. He said, "So I had a lasting thing where people could always hear my voice." Like, even if I went to jail, you'd, you'd know that's me. Mm. And it is that thing, mm. and you listen to Heady One, you know it's him. It's like, that's actually a mad mindset. And then obviously it evolved to everyone knows me now and I'm successful. Because obviously he went to jail and I think he was doing music, but it was again, it was just on their block. And then obviously he came out and then I think he'd done this interview a few months or a year or so later. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted it to be a thing of if anything was to ever happen to me, my lasting legacy is my voice. You can always hear me. That music's going to be there forever. Even mm. if I was to be irrelevant in 20 years' time, someone will pick it up and be like, oh, this guy's hard. No, yeah, facts. That's, that's, I think that's the element of mindset in terms of success. And then with that, wanting to achieve that, the destination is, oh, this guy's global now. You know, he's in Times mm. Square with a poster of his album. You know what I mean? That's it's incredible, man. Incredible. Sure. Uh, honestly, yeah, it is, man. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just crazy to see what it's become because obviously back then, there was a lot of famous people, but they weren't necessarily getting the money that their fame, true. you know, mm. would have warranted. Yeah, true. So Very true. To see everyone now just like thriving, getting these yeah. like <laughs> mad. Putting the work ethic to yeah, get Yeah, the work to, ethic. Yeah. And then they're getting rewarded for it now, essentially. Mm. 
But the reason why I asked the question was because, obviously, imagine your whole last work just, just being lost like that. So apparently they were out for like two years, like just being depressed. But they still shooting videos and that. They must have been. But I just no, I think because they were in debt as well. Oh, is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. They were in debt, and I think they were just trying to figure out how, how to like how get to, back, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think at, during that period they just like they were going through bare issues, and eventually they managed to rebrand like after two years, innit? Oh, but at that time, obviously Link Up had started to blow up. Yeah, Link Up were on a rapid rise <laughs> sometimes mm. as well. They um they had all these draw artists. The guy was like, ah, I'm not even, I'm not even number two now. I'm number three. Like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? for real, for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? But obviously he's now managed to basically come Claw to number it one. Back. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And. Yeah, I just wondered, like, what's the mindset that separates some people from just, like, giving up and then some people, it's like, tough, no matter man. what, I'll make it again? I don't know. I don't think there's one specific answer for that because mm. there's people that have lost everything and they've been like, I can't even tell you what made me just want to... Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel I've, like it's the people around you as well. If they're telling you to move, like, you can't be stagnant, mm. that will give you the push to... Obviously, you have to work for it as well, but... Mm. They you, sometimes you need that person to give you a kick up the ass and say, "Nah, you're not sitting here. You're not moping around. Get up, mm. work, put in the work." And then you too, your mindset will start to change. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's I, I, really I feel good. like another another good point to add to your point was the greatest. I think I don't know. This is a quote from somewhere, but I don't know where. The greatest the greatest thing that humans are blessed with is hope. Mm. So even when all hope is lost, there's an element of hope that even though we've lost everything. Mm. Even if we try something, there's a potential it could work and we could try and build it. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. to what extent, but no matter what, there's always an element of hope. That's why you know, I'm, I'm bringing in a random like scenario here. Like When people are, are drowning and you think this is the end, there's an element of hope that you might actually... Someone's going to save you. Yeah, like there's always that element of, element of hope that I could potentially survive in it or yeah, make yeah. it. So that's, that's the greatest kind of attribute that I think humans are blessed with. Yeah, Even to like, add to that, faith as well. You yeah, need yeah, hope definitely. and faith, both of yeah. them align. Work hand in hand. <laughs> Yeah, work hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, definitely. I think because we see it all the time with all these different successful people, they've been through mad failures, but let's keep going, keep going, and then eventually they're a success. So, yeah, definitely the the mindset and yeah, just the perseverance can you know completely shift. I definitely agree. What you're trying to do, but anyway, during that period, yeah, they were mad depressed, didn't it? And I think the relationship between Pierre and Posty. Because yeah. people always used to ask, like, where's Pierre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the time. And I think during that time, he was, like, he got, like, a close relationship with God. And he wasn't comfortable with, you know, the content he was putting out. Oh, okay. I because see. he was like, ah, oh, if it was his sister or his brother that were doing what he was um, posting, yeah. he'd be like, what are you doing? But at the same time, he was enabling all that stuff in it. Oh, so I see, yeah. Basically, at that point, yeah, he just decided to cut, essentially. And, yeah, I was going to say, what's your thoughts on that? Principles over lifestyle, money? I respect it, man. Mm-hmm. I respect it, because there's been plenty of times people have just turned their back on everything. Like, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen again, interviews where people be like, yeah, there's, it got to a point where I just started to feel empty, innit? Like, I had all this stuff. I had all these material things or I had the success, what I perceived to be success at the time and I was still empty. And people mm-hmm. walk away from it. So I respect it, man. If that's what you're really staying true to, then I respect it. I don't have anything against that. Because sometimes, you know, some people could come to a realisation that this is not what they want to do. 
And again, that's the that's the beauty in it. It's your choice to make. Like no one's mm. forced you to make that. But if it's a thing where you kind of dip out and then come back in, it's like, well, you know, you can't be indecisive with that choice. Mm. Right? If that's the way that you're going, do that. And I respect it. You know, so I, I don't think that's that's anything negative. But th- now everything in that particular scenario with Pierre and Posty, everything is in Posty's hands now. You know what I mean? And that's a big mountain to climb by yourself. So, yeah. How about you? How do you guys feel about No, I agree with you. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll, I'll say I agree because obviously you see in this in this generation, man, a lot of obviously we talked about the OnlyFans people mm, yeah. <laughs> choosing, you know, the lifestyle, the money over over principles. morality, isn't it? Morality, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Not that DRM yeah. got that to question, but some people could be comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same yeah. things. Yeah. So it's rare for someone to, you know, do that essentially. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now kudos, kudos to him, man, and. Obviously, a lot of people recently have been calling out 50 Cent for necessarily... <laughs> That's my guy as well, man. <laughs> for, you know, for basically kind of Donald like, you know, right, supporting yeah. Donald Trump over money, essentially. But obviously, the, the taxes are kind of mad still, 63%. Yeah, I heard it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But now, I can't lie. If we was in that situation, would we be like... Oh, you wouldn't be happy, but would yeah. you go out and tell your millions of followers to support. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I'd want to pay more taxes. No, yeah, I wouldn't want not. to. Definitely not. But that's why I got lawyers. You know what I mean? Like, there must be loopholes. But mm. I wouldn't actively go and tell my supporters to go and to go and vote for Trump because of my, my own personal gain. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, at the end of the day, yeah, these are the same supporters that help put you in position where you can benefit and get all this money. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to turn around and be like, vote for this person that doesn't care. You. Yeah, you know what I mean? For social justice and mm. things like that. It's not even about individuals, but like, you know, let's just say it's not equality, it's equity of people to be, you know, like enjoying, you know, like the human rights that they deserve. Like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be like, because I'm getting taxed 63%, go and vote for, you know, whoever, <laughs> like Boris Johnson. It's a mad thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, I couldn't do that. I feel like it's like, it's kind of like you're forgetting where you came from because you got money now. Yeah. You know, everything should be, should be done to, in order to continue to benefit you. Like, you got to mm. give back to the people. I wouldn't tell, I'd be like, at the end of the day, you choose who you want to vote for, innit? But I wouldn't be happy if that was a thing in terms of I'm paying that much tax. But that's what, that's your, that's your burden to, to carry, innit? At least you got the money to pay that tax. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't do that. How about you guys? Would you, would you ever consider doing it? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> As you said, like, <laughs> I wouldn't obviously be happy with the tax thing, but. Yeah. You know, it's a bigger thing than just that, your personal yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing. You know what I mean? So it's interesting because a lot of people are saying, "Is this a, a class versus race thing?" Yeah, man. I think sometimes it's like you got to stand with your. <sighs> it's difficult because you don't want to just make it about race, but sometimes you got to stand. Again, it's like remembering when you came from, innit? because mm-hmm. it's from you know it's from the it's from the projects as well. The hood, as we had to say, but he's from he's from that, innit? So you understand the struggle. Just because mm. you were one of the very few success stories, like shouldn't mean you forget. And because now you're rich, you're trying to just benefit yourself. If it was a thing of oh, I don't want to pay too much tax, so I can give that to people. Cool, innit? But it's not that. It's like I'm trying to keep as much money mm. as, my, as I can. And I understand because, like I said, <clears throat> if I was in that situation, I'd want to keep my money, but I wouldn't want it to be to the detriment of other people, especially when it's like you, you're in a, you're basically you're in a different tax bracket now. Mm-hmm. And technically, you would consider be considered as the um, upper class or whatever. Yeah, the top one percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even though your peers might not see you like that, but you know, you'd be considered. As that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking numbers here, so 
Yeah, man, I think there's got to be some kind of sol- solidarity with the society. Although I don't want to make it about race. Let's just say like the background that you come from, innit? There has mm. to be some kind of solidarity from there, remembering that. Because the moment you go, oh no, like we're paying too much taxes as rich people, I think that's completely lost. And now it makes it seem like you don't care, but you don't even care about that. Mm. You know I mean, mm. that's 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 in a that's in a back burner. It's like all that all that makes sense to you right now is money. You know what I mean? So I think he deserves to be criticized for that, in, in my opinion. How, how do you think? Do you think it's an element versus class versus versus race? In America, it's always been a class versus race kind of thing, even though they don't say it directly. Yeah, but it's always been like that. Same thing because they, they criticized mm. Jay Z. Remember. Because they're like, oh, you told no one to perform at the Super Bowl, yet you went and signed the deal <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the NFL. Like, you taking a mitt. Mm. And then people are like, no, he's trying to get more black employees yeah. in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if that's what the case is, but yeah. it's just like, you know, you, you're like the biggest hypocrite because you said no one should perform and then you go sign a, a multi million, multi billion dollar deal with them. Like, how does that make sense? You got know what I'm saying? Contradicting yourself. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know what the end result of that was. I'm not criticizing. We love Jay Z. Come on the podcast. <laughs> Feel free. You get what I'm saying? But you know, that's what people were saying and they were getting at him for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's definitely difficult because I think even way back we had a conversation about, you know, certain people that I know hitting certain tax brackets, and now they're thinking, you know, maybe I should be voting for the conservatives. Yeah, I mean? so, that we did actually discuss yeah, that as well. Yeah, That's yeah. a good point to pick, to it's, bring back up. It's difficult because it's not just celebrities. Out there. It's not just Everyone, celebrities. Yeah. You know what I mean, I think people do have their right to choose who they want. Essentially, free will. Because it's free will, isn't it? And I don't think, I, I'm not sure if we touched on this, but, you know, black people have historically kind of just voted Labour. Labour or whatever. Or like mm. Democrats. Or Democrats, America. because, yeah. you know, that's historically the, what they've the done. The funny thing is, mm. if you look into history, they started off as Republicans. That's the maddest that's thing. It. If you do your research, I read so, that. I watched mm-hmm. the documentary on it as well. I don't think anyone should necessarily have loyalty to any one party, but you have to weigh up what? The pros and cons. Yeah, what they're actually saying, you know what mm. I mean? And and yeah, I think most people can agree, you know, Trump is, is, is moving a bit it's mad, isn't it? Not that I think necessarily Joe Biden would be great. I don't know, really. Yeah. Um, But in that se- in a certain sense, I think people do have their, their own and free will to, um, you know, choose. But we sh- celebrities who are well-off shouldn't be influencing that to, to enrich themselves. That's, that's, that's the main it. thing, isn't it? That's that it. people mm-hmm. are getting that as well, so. It doesn't even matter. Even if you forgot where you came from, you shouldn't be influencing people's votes to your own benefit. That's it. That's it. Comes down to. So yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, man. But (laughs) obviously, we've been talking about Trump, and he has been, you know, he's just been crazy with the Twitter, Twitter Twitter misinformation, Twitter fingers, (laughs) Rob. Twitter fingers. I said, man, said I've defeated COVID. I've been destructive with that. I'm the best ever. <laughs> One thing about Trump, yeah, he's, he's funny. He's, no, funny he's, guy, he's, a, he's actually a funny person. He's, he's like a unintentionally. Big he's just a big kid. Yeah, I mean, it. like, yeah, That's unintentionally, it. and you don't even want to side with him, but there are some funny moments. <laughs> yeah, there but are some funny moments. I think even Twitter, like, or was it Facebook? One yeah, of them, like, banned him. him. Like, yeah, for a little bit, or removed his comment. Yeah, or something like that. Comments, yeah. isn't it? Because, you know. He's misinforming people. Misinforming, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what do you guys actually think about misinformation i think sometimes you need to do a little bit of research before you because even that i was having that i was having that kind of fear the other day like obviously there's so many protests going on in the world especially in africa now like mm-hmm. obviously we've got nsars there's the exploitation of, of um, children and people in general in congo yeah you know what i mean i was thinking i don't want to just share this stuff 
and I'm not informed. Because the moment someone that doesn't know about this stuff asks me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm just sharing it because everyone else is. You're going to look wild. You know what yeah, I mean? So I try to be in, as informed as possible. like, And I don't ever want to, like, obviously you never care what people think of you, innit? but I think that's the element of it as well. People care. Like, I don't want this person to think I'm not, you know, I'm not um, educated. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have to reshare this, but it's important to, to be as informed as you can be, for me anyway, personally. It doesn't have to apply to everyone before I reshare or post anything. You know? yeah, yeah. Obviously, Black Lives Matter, yeah, that was so big and everyone was doing it. And I know some people were bandwagoning it or whatever. <laughs> but I was informed to where I thought I was at a level where I could actually explain it if someone mm. was to challenge me, you know what mm. I mean? So when NSARS came out now, uh, you know, all of us in this room have known about police brutality in Africa and, you know, bribery and stuff like that. But I didn't know to the full extent of, oh, this so-and-so has been happening to this person you know what I mean? So I didn't mm. think it was right for me just to post NSARS and go about my day and not think about it again. You know what I mean? So now that I've been more informed and I'm seeing it everywhere, it's like, oh yeah, like this is what's going on, you know? It's crazy. Like, they definitely need, there needs to be a reform now. You know mm. what I mean? But mm. I'm not just going to necessarily share something because everyone else is doing it and I'll go about my day. Because I'm sure, and this is not to criticise anyone, there are people like that. They'll post it, I've done my bit. You know what I mean? I'll go about my business. So it's, uh, for me, it's more important than ever to be informed, even if you're not trying to be. Mm. just trying to raise awareness because sometimes that's what you need to do you know you reposting something can really help raising awareness but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be a little bit informed on it mm. you know what I'm saying so I think it's important sure yeah definitely yeah. you have to be educated you have to do your research at the end of the day you yeah, can't man. just be spitting information and then it comes to bite you in your we'll talk we'll talk <laughs> yeah it's I think it's important man it's imperative especially if you're if it's something you're in support of Oh, that yeah, means you believe sure. in it, mm. it or you, you're really for it to work or for there to be a change. You know, you need to know something about it. Because it's like me wearing, walking down the street with a t-shirt and I don't know anything about it. Like, remember, there was that instance. I was walking, I like Wu-Tang, but I don't listen to them like that. I just like the, the hoodie. Mm. And the guy was like, oh, you listen to Wu-Tang? I was just like, I kind of hesitated. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? But it's not, it's, not my, it's not my era of music. I know mm. one of those music. And, he's like, and it was an American guy. I was like, oh, name some members. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> and even two times was looking at me like, <laughs> you better know, you know what I mean? And I couldn't name them. So in that one instance, I'm not informed, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's not necessarily because, don't get me wrong, I know they're legends and I yeah, know they've, yeah, yeah. they've achieved and they contributed so much to the rap game, but it wasn't necessarily my era. So I'm not in the wrong for not listening to them. But all I have to say was the honest truth of, I'm not that informed, but I just like the, the hoodie in it. It was dope. I know about them, but I don't listen to them like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was from me not being too informed on the group. Something as small as that. So talk less of a global movement now. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me, oh, what's this um, NSARS thing about? And I'm just like, oh, you know, people just get killed in that shit. Like, it's going to be like, well, that happens everywhere. You know what I mean? Why are you guys doing a movement for it? You get what I'm saying? So it's good to know a little mm. bit of background information. And you don't even need to go into deep, deep history. Just at least enough to cover if you did have a conversation about it, just mm. so you can spill information. Apart from that, it's just for, just for you to be aware. So at yeah. least if you, ever, if you ever go there, you understand the real context. Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is what... It's like these, these are the, what these people here are experiencing. Like, it's mad. You know what I mean? So, so why do you think people are so quick to misinform? Or not? It's not maybe no conscience. I think it's, it's not, not intentional, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's a, social it's a media movement, age. isn't it? Like everyone, people don't want to. I think a lot of people, not everyone, but I think the vast majority don't want to be seen as the person that's not in support of something for change, for good change. Mm. So they're gonna be again, like I said, we just need to raise the awareness. But I would say at least if we're doing percentages, at least two. Let me let me go a bit higher. At least five percent of that you know, 80% total are not informed. They don't even know what they're posting. They're just, yeah, they're yeah. posting it to be <laughs> part of the in crowd yeah. and they'll find some other stuff to post because everyone else is posting it. Mm. And this is not to criticise because I say raising awareness is just as important as being informed, you know what I mean? But on your own end, you do need to know about it because 
know. Again, I could be one of those people that ask you that. Like, what's this thing actually about? Like, and but the thing is, misinformation is not just you know posting or whatever. You you come across this in like your conversations or Facebook got in trouble for it because there were so many like fake, yeah. fake news stories mm. of mis- people being misinformed mm. where it gets leaked into WhatsApp group chats for our parents and they're sending it forward to us and we're like, this is fake. <laughs> to the point where they're sending you so much you don't even know what's literally, fake anymore. You know literally. what I mean? Like, it's real, like, it's mad. So. Oh, especially all them WhatsApp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. WhatsApp for real, for real. So misinformation is, you know, you can be, you can, um, can be deadly. You, you can be informed but if it's the wrong information, I see now, it, man. You know, you're really pushing out the wrong message there. And that can be deadly for sure. So, so I yeah. think, yeah, it's definitely important to be informed before you are spreading. And I think if you're receiving, it's important to do your own research. Question it, do your own research. That that's is it. the that is the biggest key. Mm-hmm. Even when you're informing yourself, go and do your own research. That's mm-hmm. it. Because you can see a person, that's mad, and then do a little bit of research and you think yeah. that's all there is to it. Go and check another, go read a book about it, read a newspaper article that mm-hmm. you see in it. But and yeah. Google's your best friend. That's it, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Because even on this pod, yeah, we say a lot of things. A lot of this stuff is just our opinions. Our opinions, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not everything's going to be Not fact everything fact. is completely yeah, like yeah, 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 fact, yeah. fact. It's so, not, fact, yeah. um, not that we obviously intentionally misinformed, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, anything just like hit us in the comments, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we definitely. Yeah, like, I know, feel like we try to you know, be as informed as possible. Definitely, definitely. As, as, as informed as you can be, so. Yeah. So yeah, that's an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I think. But yeah, is that it for this week's show? Bring it to a wrap. Yeah, bring it to a wrap. Thank you very much for listening. Have we got a have we got a game or was it next week? Do you want to do the song association? I'm kind of hot. Let's just do this next week. But um, any nuggets? Mm. You had a sick nugget last week. I don't actually have one. Do you have a nugget this week? No, I'm sorry. Okay, I have one. one? <laughs> <laughs> the nugget right. master, fam. Like this one's just in my. Is it another... Um... No, it's not another story. Okay. I wish I had one, though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't prepare for this one, so... This one is... I think... What I'm going to say is, essentially... I think indifference is killing us. Or the... The want for everyone to, like, have the feeling that, oh, I don't really care about this, or... But I feel like people should just be honest. And sometimes, you know... I've said it before, but you need to be vulnerable sometimes to, you know, improve your relations or get to certain levels. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many times we act like things don't affect us or we don't really care about something when actually it actually does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So more time, if you can be honest or you can just be, just express how you're feeling, show someone that you really care, you can, yeah, you'll see things go to the next level. You know what I mean? Like this can be in work. This can be your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your love interest, whatever. Every relationship can benefit from just you know showing people how much something actually means to you. Mm-hmm. So don't be too cool. You know what I mean? Mm. No loud was spoken. Trust me. But yeah, thank you, people. Mm-hmm. We appreciate their support. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Leave us a review. I actually like today's episode as well. Not that I don't like all our episodes, but this one was good, man. I feel like we, we touched a lot of interesting topics. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I definitely need to be discussed. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Share to a friend. The the views are popping off as well on the audio. I see it keeps it keeps going, innit? So oh, for sure, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate all the love. Like, share, subscribe. Any last words? We out. Wow. Mic drop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>